welcome to Women Who Sarcast. This is Kathy Barron, and I have a special guest all the way from Florida, Chris Imbasiani. <laughs> My lovely older sister. Actually, I'm in Florida. Yes, all the way from Florida, but she's actually had to come to Florida right. in order to get me on her podcast. See what it takes? Because I'm a very demanding older sister. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm going to be able to write this expense off either, so. Well, if you have a good accountant, you will. <laughs> well, maybe you can recommend one. <laughs> I happen to have a very good accountant, well, as a matter of fact. Uh, I will give you his name. All right. Sounds good. So what are we going to talk about today? Yourself? We'll talk about you. Well, I... I'm really excited to be here, first of all, I want to say that, because I've listened to all of your podcasts. I hope so. And I'm very proud of you. You're doing a very good job. Thank you. You're my biggest fan. But I have to, yes, I am your biggest fan, but I have to tell you, I'm kind of, I feel like I have big shoes to fill here because Shailani does such an amazing job that I I really don't know if I'm going to Well, if you just whisper a couple of times. standards. Be... I can do. I could eat too, but I don't have any food right here. Yeah. I have gummies, but they don't crunch. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, that wouldn't, wouldn't work. No, well. that's not going to work. So, yeah. So see, already I have failed the, the Shailani standard right there. Yeah, well, nobody can touch her. No, that's true. So... But, you know, there is a lot of pressure on me because, you know, a lot of your podcasts make me laugh out loud and I don't know really if you're laughing I'm that funny. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I'm I guess sure we'll people find will out tell you soon enough. One way or another. And a big shout out to my friends, my girlfriends who listen to your podcast all the time. Cassandra mm-hmm. and Kathy and Joanne. Mm-hmm. She's from Canada. She's very polite. She'll always tell you that she loves your podcast. <laughs> right. And um, let me see who else. Um, oh, lots of my girlfriends at work. I gave them all magnets. So oh, nice. they owe me. Okay, good. So they have to listen. Right. Well, good. It's good to, you know, bribe people. Bribery always works. Right. Yep. All right. So so we are 11 years apart. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering, you know, while we're talking, I'm kind of wondering if people are even going to be able to tell us apart when we're talking because, you know, we do share a lot of DNA. I think so they'll tell us apart. So maybe our voices are going to be so similar that people are going to say, who is that now? Is that Kathy? Is that Chris? <laughs> Is that Chris? Is that Kathy? I can't even tell anymore. Right. Yeah, I think they can tell. <laughs> Just a feeling I get. Uh, well, I really am funnier than Kathy. Just so all your friends out there know. Uh-huh. Well, this will be your test. So, start being funny. <laughs> well, that should be Starts easy. Starts about now. Okay, so let's start with... Let's start with the the thing that you showed me the other day on Instagram. Oh, she's educating me on Instagram for all of you techie savvy people out there. Because I had no idea. I was just like trolling people. I have no idea how to use Instagram. So she was 
showing me how to do oh the boomerang mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so tell stories yeah record stories yeah, to record my story which i had no idea what that was either and um and also like the world of hashtags mm-hmm. those are important not that i'm 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 not like a really old person but you're old enough i'm old enough that you know like i didn't know about those things right so she's educating me to the the world of hashtags, and um, so now I'm I'm a little more educated, educated on mm-hmm. Instagram, right? Or IG, as us <laughs> tech savvy people call it, as the kids say today. <laughs> Those damn kids. Um, and so you showed me the sneaker that. Uh, if you're right brain dominant, you oh, saw the, the colors as yeah, pink that. and ye- and white. But if you're left brain dominant, then you see them as green and gray. Right. Um. So, by the time all you kids out there hear this podcast, I think you it was on Facebook. Probably would have seen it about three hundred times, three thousand times. <laughs> However many times people are sharing it on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, right. believe me, you'll know what we're talking about. And if you want to know the difference between me and my sister, besides the age difference, of course, mm-hmm. I am a right brain and she is a left brain. Mm-hmm. So, so what does that mean? We found that very interesting. I have no idea. I didn't isn't, have time to Google it. Isn't the left brain? I, I art- think I should know. Artistic like, and the left brain, I think, is supposed to be more creative, but the right brain is obviously smarter. <laughs> so that's the big, like, noticeable difference. But you know, like the psychobabble difference. I don't know. She's Catherine's going to look it up. She's going to Google it right now. Even though it's going to oh, so sound like she just knows more than me. That's really not the case. She's using <laughs> Google as a crutch right now. So there's a couple of things here. So it says, if you're mostly analytical and methodical in your thinking, you're said to be left-brained. If, you're t- if you tend to be more creative or artistic, you're thought to be right-brained. Oh, so it was the opposite of what we were thinking. So, however... The left side of the brain is responsible for controlling the right side of the body. It also performs tasks that have to do with logic, such as science and math. On the other hand, the right hemisphere coordinates the left side of the body and performs tasks that have to do with creativity and the arts. So maybe I'm colorblind. That could be, because if people met you and I, they would think the total opposite of that. Right. Because I'm the one who went to school for science. Mm-hmm. And you're the one who did all that filmy... Artistic stuff. Foofy stuff and the massage <laughs> therapy. Right. And like all that jazz. So Yeah, so maybe yeah. I'm just But I am blind. very creative because I make jewelry and... That's true. You know, I'm very crafty. Yes. Very designy. Right. So... <laughs> You know, all the ease. I do have a creative side too. So I see I have the best of both worlds. Hmm. 
So I should have actually seen both, like like all the colors. Pink one time I looked at it, and green the other time I looked at it. But well, maybe I was using my right brain, my left brain. I don't know what brain I'm using. <laughs> she right doesn't now. even know which side. <laughs> She's using the entire brain right now. <laughs> That's why it hurts so much. <laughs> but see, I also heard on from different scientific studies that there's a big difference between men and women because women are a lot have a a better capacity for actually crossing over and using both sides of the brain more so than men do Men are either one side or the other, but women are more likely to be able to cross over and use both sides at the same time. And that's why we can do a lot of multitasking that men can't necessarily do. So they're more concrete. Uh We're more fluid. I see. So we're the concrete before it dries. They're (laughs) like the concrete after After it dries. dries. (laughs) Great analogy. They pour the concrete, <laughs> and we draw in the concrete after. Right. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So what other differences, or should we talk about the similarities? Or should we just talk about growing up? Because, I, I mean, you probably remember more than I do. <laughs> I'm older than you, so no, I don't remember <laughs> what you do. <laughs> You're younger, so you have memories that are still more accessible to you than I do. <laughs> Not really. A lot more of mine have faded by now. I think I blocked out a lot of memories. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I think about, like, if we just look at in general when we were growing up, like the kinds of things we did when we were kids playing with our friends and stuff, I think probably the one thing that is disturbing to me the most about all of the technology not 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 the technology like having podcasts to listen to and that kind of thing because that's to me that's like an educational thing and it can be fun and you know it's good to always be learning things Mm and and plus it's it's important like your podcasts are important because it doesn't just make people think, but it makes people laugh. And mm-hmm. I think you have to be able to laugh at things. And um, so that's really important. But um, but otherwise, I think that social media is like sucking people's brains out of their head. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> I'm very disturbed by the amount of screen time that mm-hmm. a lot of kids yeah are putting into it and um yeah and we didn't have that growing up no we, we didn't, didn't have, have a computer in the house we were outside yeah. playing until it was too dark and even then we would still play because we didn't want to go we, inside you know we would catch mostly in the winter time i mean fireflies and yeah you know hanging play out tag friends. and play hide and seek and the darker it got the more fun that was and yeah you know we i remember catching big um worms for our fishing expeditions and Hmm. 
night crawlers we called them because right. they only came out at night yeah i remember those so um when the grass was real wet mm-hmm. but um you know so we we were always on our bicycles and um skateboards i didn't I had do a skateboard. skateboard you see that was like your generation my uh, generation was bikes and we were either walking running biking mm-hmm. um but most of the time we were hanging out at our house so the neighborhood kids came to our house and mm-hmm. you know we downstairs basketball or we'd be outside or we would be my girlfriend broke her arm on our backyard hill because we were doing we were we were um pretending to be stunt women <laughs> and we were doing cartwheels down the hill oh, because shit. doing cartwheels on flat ground just was boring <laughs> So, <laughs> so she, yeah, she mm. went down the hill and ended up going a little too fast and stopped herself with one arm and it broke. Ouch. So, no blood though. That was kind of disappointing. <laughs> but, um, but I remember mom knew right away that it was broken and put her arm in cold water in the sink. So. And then took her to the hospital, right? Well, she had to call her mother first because (laughs) she had to have her mother there. It's like mom was like, ah, you're fine. (laughs) Let me just put it under cold water. (laughs) It'll fix itself. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, and then the only other thing I remember really as kids is that we probably, I don't know how our parents made it through the six of us because they probably were frequent flyers in the emergency room there good thing we were only a half a mile from the hospital yeah i'm sure they spent a lot of time there with us i remember a few incidents well you're only the second child so when you were growing up, well i wasn't the one who was spending all the time at the hospital it was usually mick and steve and joanne Mm -hmm. putting her hand through a glass window you know Mm. because you know when you're kids you do stupid things and when you're siblings you do even stupider things together to each other (laughs) lock each other out of the house and yeah yeah. i've had that done yeah so oh yeah those were the good old days (laughs) but um we didn't have any technology like that i think the biggest thing was when we got pong and i was already in high school by then pong and space invaders Mm -hmm. like atari stuff that was and that was pretty addictive. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> We'd fight over who got to play that. But when did we get the pinball machine? I have no idea. Hmm. I think it had to be pretty 70s? close to the time I was leaving to go on mm-hmm. to college. So um, probably in the mid-70s. Right. So you you got to have all the fun with that, right? I didn't. I was deprived. I was a deprived <laughs> child. Yeah, I can tell. I barely had you know a couple months of pong, and then I had to leave and go off to college. Go off to college. So, yeah. But I don't even think we had um, wireless telephone. We still had the no. cord mm-hmm. stuff and rotary. Yep. Yeah. So, and even in high school or in school, we didn't have computers. We had typewriters, 
for typing class and I love typewriters. Mrs. Hebert. I love the Herbert. clicking. I even made the clicking on my phone like a typewriter clicking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was our that's typing like test. Such a happy noise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, I don't know what you remember when when I left for school. You were probably seven. So I don't know what you remember when I would come home from school, which wasn't very often because it was like three or four hours away. Mm -hmm. And the only person I used to catch a ride with, one of my classmates, who was like this Bible Baptist, and she was like sure, absolutely positive that Everything was covered, and she was protected by God no matter how fast she went on that highway <laughs> and no matter how many inches of snow there were, or feet for that matter. So I used to have to catch a ride with her and, like, pray the whole way. <laughs> that that praying usually, like, caught me up for the month. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so she would, she lived in Scroon Lake, which was, like, half an hour away. Mm-hmm. And then Mom would pick me up there and... I would go home. So I didn't get home very often because, well, number one, I feared for my life. (laughs) But number two, it was just too, logistically, it wasn't easy to work it out. So so I don't know what you remembered with me coming home, but... I really don't remember anything, actually. Yeah, see, that's how important I was to her, folks. (laughs) Just so you know. Well, by then, Laura and Joanne were, you know, torturing me, so... I don't know why that is. It's like blocking it out. So I had to block everything out. <laughs> I don't really remember much of my childhood at all. <laughs> I remember Deso's going to my mom, mom dropping me off at Deso's every morning. I hated that. Why did you do that? Because she had to work. Why didn't you go to school? I don't think I was in school yet or something. At seven? I hope so. See, I was like... See, see that explains a lot. Now, like, see? That, <laughs> shut finally, <laughs> that explains everything. It was when I was younger. Diesel's would babysit me. These are the flashes that I get. And the time frames are obviously not correct. <laughs> because, obviously... See, she is the creative one. Because she's making all this <laughs> shit up in her head. Right. <laughs> well, that's why I went to therapy for three years. <laughs> I'm thinking of going she went back to therapy actually because she needed help <laughs> putting her story together. Yeah, right. That's my story and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> well, that's why I'm hoping you'll enlighten me and help me remember. Oh, good lord. I don't know. You don't remember much either, so I remember you were really cute when you were 3 and 4 years old. Except your hair, you never let anybody comb your hair. So your hair was a rat's nest. (laughs) But Mick and Steve used to love to take you wherever they went because you were a chick magnet. Oh. Oh, yeah. Even back then I was a chick magnet. There you go. (laughs) That's when it all started. Yep. Mm -hmm. All the girls just loved that the older brothers were bringing their little cute little baby sister with them. See, I don't remember any of that. Well, you wouldn't because you were really little then. Yeah. But you were cute. Mm -hmm. You were a cute kid. 
Yeah, I don't know what happened. <laughs> Those I'd, are your I words. I thought I'd not say mine. it before you did. <laughs> I thought I'd say it before you did. <laughs> so I thought mom did pretty well when she was on the podcast. Yeah. I was impressed. She did good. Yeah. She wasn't as sarcastic as I would had hoped, but you know. Well, you know. I guess you can't she really only perform. saves that for the important people. <laughs> right. Uh, I, uh, maybe it was just too much pressure. It is tough to think of things. To, you know, be your, use your, all your natural sarcastic wit when you're under pressure. Mm-hmm. Plus, you know, sometimes it involves having to have contact with people that are, eh, you know. Idiots. That kind of pull it out of you. <laughs> that make you do it to them. That, that push your buttons. to really pull it out of you. <laughs> or I shouldn't say pull it out of you because really if you have the right person, it just flows. Right. It's a natural so occurrence. <laughs> it is. And that's what you need. You need somebody that that either is really good at that kind of sarcastic wit banter. Mm-hmm. You know, so... Either somebody who's on the same level, sarcastic wit level as you, or uh, someone who does not have a clue, which you can fully take advantage of. Right. Those are the best kind, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But you have to keep your sarcasm funny. Right. Because that's when it's the best. Exactly. So if you're not able to be sarcastically funny with certain people then no you don't want them on your podcast that's true because then it would be only fun for me right you don't want that (laughs) that would not that would not be a good host okay so back to childhood memories what if any memory that you can remember was like what's a memory that like sticks out for you as far as growing up or college or well I went to a Catholic nursing school I was always very good though I never got in trouble of course goody two shoes but I did uh, manage to sneak a boy up to my room oh yes and this nursing school was like very strict like Every there were three floors. Two floors were um, dorms, mm-hmm. and when you went to the school, you had to live there. Right. I think there was one person in my class who was married, so they let her go take her classes there and stuff, even though she was married and lived at home. But they really didn't mm-hmm. take a lot of people that were married. They really wanted you to stay there, mm-hmm. and and. So both floors had a nun that slept on like an each RA floor. kind of thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> if you want to call him that. <laughs> um, fortunately, on our floor, the nun who slept on our floor was kind of deaf. Mm. And she was also, her room was all the way around on the other side of the building from my room. So I figured I was pretty safe. <laughs> Plus, you know, it was really interesting because, was it my first year maybe I think it was my first year that I did this like toward the end of my first year because at the beginning I was still 
like too afraid to do anything but um toward the end of my first year I was getting a little more bold mm-hmm. and um and of course the upperclassmen who were always good at you know egging you on mm-hmm. like, they promised you. me they would have my back and you know all that stuff so it was a weekend. There weren't as many people staying there. My roommate always went home because she didn't live too far from there. Mm-hmm. And so one of my classmates from high school was willing to do it with me. Mm-hmm. We're not going to name names? We're not going to name names, no. Keep the innocent. I don't want to get him in trouble. <laughs> right. <laughs> don't want to tarnish his reputation. <laughs> but he was like oh heck yeah we're gonna break rules i'll be there in a minute (laughs) so plus he was one of the few guys who actually had a car right (laughs) so he could drive to my school but um yeah that was fun of course we spent the whole night you know living in fear of being caught and expelled Right. Shit, if I got expelled, that would have really been bad. Yeah, mom and dad would not oh, have yeah, been happy with that. Oh, yeah, because I never did anything bad. If I got expelled, that would have been... Curtains. You would oh, have been yeah. sent to the military. Oh, yeah, really bad. And yeah. I that was the last place I was going. Yeah, me too. So, it's like, I'll pay for my college. I don't have a problem oh, yeah. with that. I don't yeah. care how many loans I, I have to take I worked as hard out. as I could to get scholarships, <laughs> man. I wasn't going in the military. <laughs> so... uh yeah, so that that worked out pretty well, though. We had a couple of scares because, you know, the upperclassmen pretended to be the nun that was oh. on the upper floor mm-hmm. and made a big deal about it. But <laughs> but in the end, I was the hero. <laughs> Felt pretty good, actually. Right. <laughs> and then that following Monday, I got called to the director's office. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah, that scared the crap out of me. I thought, oh, this is it. And, of course... All of the upperclassmen, the rumors spread like wildfire. Oh, she's getting expelled. She's getting expelled. <laughs> it was, uh, I had to go and sign my grant check. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about timing being right. everything. Yeah, right. <laughs> You're like sweating I stopped in the bathroom twice because I had diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well... That's so good. that was the that was the excitement. <laughs> that was probably the last time you did that. <laughs> yeah. So that was the excitement for me. That was uh that was it. The rest of the time I put my nose in the books and studied hard. Hmm. But which is why you're such a good nurse now. <laughs> I've been a nurse for over forty years. Do you know that? It's amazing. I know. Like where did all those years go? It's amazing that you can be just one thing for that long. Well, but you know what? It isn't one thing because even though it's I'm a nurse, there's like so many different areas. Like I've done so many different things. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I did psych with adolescents, and I did. On that was long, the highlight on, of your career. Oh, I love that part. Yeah, yeah, that was really great. It was really stressful though, mm-hmm. but um, that was really that was great. I loved helping those kids, and it was on a long term. Um, psych unit that was at a university hospital setting and they had a bottomless pit of money and Mm. you know so it was pretty awesome Mm -hmm. and uh they were really progressive they didn't want to use medication they wanted to use just you know the usual therapies and Mm -hmm. help the kids get jobs and 
So that was pretty awesome. And then from there, I, I delivered babies for almost 15 years, 12, right. 15 years, something like that. And that was really awesome. And, um, and then when I moved to Florida, I started doing outpatient surgery and that I learned a whole new area there. So it was always new and mm-hmm. exciting and different. Right. And so it was almost like changing careers, really doing each of those different things. And <clears throat> so, yeah, I've had a blast. I still love it. Yeah, it's good. Now my body doesn't work as well, so I do interviews and educate patients, and I love that part too. So yeah, but I've been able in the forty years I've been a nurse, I've been able to use my sarcastic wit regularly. Well, so I was going to ask you, kept me how that's working. It's fed me regularly. <laughs> it's been awesome, <laughs> and uh, I have lots of coworkers who help me mm-hmm. right along in that respect. Who share that gift. That gift. Yeah. <clears throat> so, That's good. Yeah. I'm so glad I had this opportunity. Now I can <laughs> check it off my bucket list. Right. <laughs> I don't really have a bucket list. That's kind of... You're going to fly out. I don't get the bucket list plane. thing. Jump out of a plane. No, no. I have no no desire to jump out of a plane. Um, Swim with alligators? Uh, no. I'm sure you can do that here. I could. Just in your backyard. I could, right in, in my the, backyard. In I could. Now, yeah. Yep, yep. Do I could. that. And then, uh. Hey, we just saw wildlife. Oh my God. Just this afternoon that I've never seen around here. I can't even figure out what it is. I don't is. think I it think was it's a, a panther. panther. It could be a Florida panther because they're small. Okay. Yeah. Was All not I know a bobcat. Is that I was not getting out of the car until it had, like, <sighs> because in California, there's cougars. And if you see one on the street, you don't just get out of your car and walk to your house because you'd probably Cause they be, eat you? be dead. Oh, well. But there's also bobcats, and they're huge. I mean, this was yeah, this, this was, was the Florida. size of Things like are a pretty small. small dog. Yeah. But, you know, we yeah, watched they're, it. They're pretty small. But, like, even the deer around here are on the smaller side. And um, the hogs, the hogs are big. Yeah. Yeah, they're big. They're nasty, big things. Well, two little squirrels got their wings today. Thank God. Oh, my God. There's way too many squirrels around what? here. Yeah, I didn't Way need, too many squirrels I around here. I did not need to witness oh. them Oh, my God. It's die. nature. I don't care. It's oh. not when it's in my backyard. You're such a baby. Or your backyard. Or front yard. <laughs> it was in my front yard, Whatever yes. the hell it was. It was my front yard. I was like, what the hell? And there's, like, plenty of squirrels around here, so don't anybody cry, please, for those two squirrels, because believe me, there's plenty of squirrels around here. This is how the circle of life <laughs> works. <laughs> and let me tell you, this cat was fast. Because he was in the middle of eating the first squirrel. And he saw the <laughs> second squirrel. And man, he was up that palm tree in like two seconds. Had that second little nasty bugger in his teeth in no time. Yeah, I so. saw it twitching on the ground. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't need to see that either. Well, see. Yeah. Can't take it. This is why I don't hunt. You only kill what you eat. And that's what he was doing. And who knows? It could have been a mama who had babies to feed. Mm-hmm. Gotta think of the babies. All right. Yeah, so they can eat more squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> Between your 20-foot owl that rests on the top oh, of your yeah. house. Yeah. I can't, my, I can't let my little... 10 pound puppies out it's like mutual of omaha outside your front yard <laughs> it's like shit 
and I'm moving where's to the a film, bigger. Where's the film crews? <laughs> moving to a bigger <laughs> mutual of Omaha <laughs> property. Where I'm going to have alpacas. Yeah, <laughs> Hopefully right. the owls out there won't be able to carry those off. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, I didn't need to see that. I didn't know you were so sensitive. You knew I was sensitive. You already, you've already accused me of being hypersensitive <laughs> many years ago. I have? Yes, oh, you have. I can't believe it. Yeah. No. You're just so compassionate. See, that's how you remember me. You're just me. so compassionate <laughs> that way. That's how you're you, like, you're so hypersensitive. That's how you remember me. You remember me from, you know, like calling and boohooing and me saying, oh, get over put it. Put your big girl panties on. And yeah. Well, you still do that. Get, so I, I only do it when it needs to be done. <laughs> yeah, right. Which is, Which like is all just the about time. every call. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for that sisterly see, love. Look at all the money you wasted on therapy when you could have just called me. That's true. Hey, I would have taken a check half that size <laughs> yeah. if you paid me, you know, regularly. Uh, I just pay you in chocolate. But you know, to me, it's just fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and that's probably why I didn't call you because of you're having too I just much get fun. Get excited! Ooh, cat is calling me. <laughs> I wonder what I can ream her with. Tonight. I get to be mean. Exactly. But you appreciated it. You always appreciate it. That's why you called me because you wanted somebody. Because to be I don't know any better, you. and I probably forget <laughs> how traumatized I was from the previous phone call. See, the brain and is so, very good that way. The brain yeah. is very good at really like compartmentalizing traumatic events so that you don't remember how and then traumatic it was. So you to continue to do like stupid things, like calling your older sister and <laughs> expecting, expecting to get sympathy right. and. Exactly. Instead, you get tough love. Mm-hmm. Tough love is very important. Right. So you obviously didn't get enough of that growing up. Because you were the youngest, so you no, probably I, were. See, yeah, I guess with, you know, Joanne sitting on me and tickling me until I pee myself wasn't tough love enough. Oh, my so, God. You know. Oh, uh, my God. So you got to continue the. Yeah, well, I had brothers who did that. I, I didn't turn out like you. <laughs> And, and what does that they mean? They did the exactly. same thing to me. What does that mean? I turn out like you. I didn't need to call an older sister later in life well, to good, get the tough you didn't love have I needed to call. Well, that's beside the point. <laughs> I'm sure you called Steve crying. Oh, yeah. Well, he probably has that barren compassion just like the rest of us. <laughs> None. Now, that's not true. <laughs> We He's have a very good guy. We have selective compassion <laughs> in the parent family. Compassion. <laughs> Depends if yeah, you're worthy you see, or not. There, it's not. It's not good for somebody to feel sorry for them. You want to help them. You want to give them a hand up, not a hand out. <laughs> see, there's what? a difference. Okay, I'll remember see? that. So we want to help so you when I get raise... out of the pit. Okay. We don't want to like throw food down to you and keep <laughs> you in the pit. So when I raise my hand to slap you, that's okay. Because <laughs> that's going to happen after we're done with this recording. <laughs> Shailani, you're my hero. Keep coming on Kathy's podcast so at least they're interesting. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, this is another podcast down the tubes. <laughs> now she's thinking in her head, oh my God, I'm going to have to edit all of this stuff now on here. Yeah, exactly. 
going to be up until 2 o'clock in the morning doing that. Mm-hmm. Which is really like 11, so... Time goes fast out here on the East Coast. Yeah, she thinks she's getting, you know, old like three times faster because she thinks the time goes so fast out here. It does. I don't know what the hell she's <laughs> talking about, but, you know, she's a left-brainer, so that <laughs> probably explains it. Thank you Are for you having done? me on. I'm, hey, I could go on for hours, but, you know. Okay. Well, I don't want that. No. <laughs> I've had enough. But thank you for having me. <laughs> well, thank you. And thank you for listening to Women Who Sarcast. Show music provided by Mike Imbassiani. You can find him at mikeimbassiani.com. 